Hello and welcome to Clarity On. My name is Sarah. I'm a power planner here at Clarity, uh, which means that I assist the advisors in technical report writing and research. Today, I'm here with Dan. Dan, would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, hi, my name is Dan Smith. Uh, I'm a charter financial planner. I've been at Clarity for, I think, coming up 16 years. So today we have Clarity On The Wealth Plan. Clarity On is brought to you by Clarity, experts in strategic financial planning and investment management. With over 25 years of experience in the field, our award-winning team are well positioned to help people navigate the complex world of finance. So Dan, what is a wealth plan? Essentially a wealth plan is our own name for um, what's known in the industry as cash flow modelling. Um, and what that is, is a financial plan. Um, so, so it looks at where your finances are now, a, a picture of your finances now, and projects that uh, into the future. And, and primarily, that's something that's used for, for most people for retirement planning, but, but it can have many other uses. So if I'm a client and I come to Clarity looking for a wealth plan, what, what am I going to see? What does that look like to me? Um, it's relatively difficult to, to describe it without showing it, but to give you sort of a high level overview, we split it into two main parts. One is um, much more user friendly, so, so, so we create graphs where you can see, so say for example you're targeting, you've got an income target or an expenditure requirement of 50,000 net. Yeah, We can show you how, after plugging in all your income streams, all of your capital, and applying relatively cautious assumption rates to that, project it over your lifetime and show you in, in pictures, in graph form, whether or not that's likely, likely to be achievable, or if it's not, when it's likely to run out. So you can see that visually. The second element of that, for people who are more detail-focused, we can show you the underlying maths and the underlying assumptions of, of, of how, we, how we've got there. Some people just prefer um, the more user-friendly, high-level pictures. We're very visual-focused. For those that are detail-focused, you can see how we've got there, run the maths, and, and see how that's working out in the background and why we've come up with um, 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 the plan we have. So how did Clarity come about making its own proprietary software for cash flow planning? Well, Sarah, years ago when I started out at Clarity, um, we, we were sort of ahead of the game. I think with regard to cash flow modeling, a lot of the industries embraced it relatively recently. When I joined Clarity in about 2007, it was a very manual process. Mm -hmm. So we would create um, spreadsheets from scratch. Yeah. Uh, and as you can imagine, very labor intensive, difficult process. It had to be checked again and again and again to make sure you didn't make any errors because these spreadsheets were linked with regards to the assumptions made yeah. and the projections forward. But it was still used for the same thing. It was still a very, very good tool, just labor intensive, not quite as user friendly. And if we needed to make changes, it was very difficult to do quickly. It had to be taken away uh, that we had to do it. Now the industry's progressed, we've progressed, mm -hmm. and we've created our own wealth plan software. So our own um, um, cash flow modeling tool, mm -hmm. um, which is much more user friendly. You know, the, the basis behind 
um, uh, what we used to do and what we do now is very, very similar. But in terms of the visuals and what you can see and how you can change that. So for example, if you want to stress test um, any of our assumptions, we can do it. Um, um, one of the big benefits of us creating it in-house is that we control that software. Yeah. So if we get feedback from any clients who want to change something around, we can do that. If there are changes in legislation that we want to factor in, for example, tax legislation, the lifetime allowance, etc. Yeah, I understand we, that came up recently with the lifetime allowance changes, didn't it? It, it, it did indeed. You know, our, our, our software is really detailed and we, we used to be able to factor in lifetime allowance tax charges. So you're getting a, as accurate as you can picture mm -hmm. of what your net position is going to be. So, so that was built in, automatic lifetime allowance tests, automatic tax charges, that was applied to the projections and, it, and you could see where And we can build in the protections as well, can't we? And we can, and those are still relevant. Mm -hmm. but, but the point you noted with regard to a change in the lifetime allowance, so with the lifetime allowance being removed, well, the lifetime allowance tax charges going, should be zero this tax year. Yeah. We, we've built that into our tools now, so then that applies across the board to all wealth plans. We can move very quickly, yes. and then you can see the impact yeah, it has on your on your personal affairs where that's relevant. Yeah, it's the benefits of having an in-house team that can respond to these and actually create software, bespoke software for our clients. Very much so, very much so. And, and that's why we've decided to keep it in-house so we can, we can control those aspects of it. So what is the cash flow modeling tool, our wealth plan? What is it generally used for by clients? What, what do they gain from using the wealth plan? Primarily, it's retirement planning. So the vast majority of people it's going to be um, for retirement planning. So looking at, I know where I am now, it does require, before you even get to the wealth plan modeling stage, you need to have a lot of conversations with, with the client to work out and assess, you know, to make it a worthwhile exercise, yeah. what you're trying to achieve from this. So we're just going and saying, you need a wealth plan. You know, we have discussions with the client around their aims and objectives what they're trying to achieve and if, and if the wealth plan is a suitable tool, tool to answer those questions then we'll use it yeah so. i think quite a number of clients have actually benefited just from the process of creating a wealth plan i know that a number of uh, we essentially look at income and expenditure as part of the cash flow modeling and where we've done a kind of deep down drilling down into what the client's spending is we've been able to sort of ascertain you know in conjunction with the clients um more of an understanding of where their spending is essential and where their spending is discretionary. So they've been able to say, okay, well, do I actually need to spend this much in retirement or can I do with this much? And it's allowed us to have a lot more flexibility with, with modeling those kind of future cash flows. I completely agree. And I think that process based on high level figures, the wealth plan might be suitable. It makes a client look at those aspects where you're getting on day-to-day -day life you don't really look at all the underlying numbers. What do I need? What, yeah. what am I spending that's essential? What's uh, discretionary? And then taking a view on, okay, if retirement plan is my goal, to make this worthwhile, I need to look at what I actually need, what I actually want, what I want my retirement to look at. Yeah, it allows us to sort of um, measure affordability against desire to a certain degree. We can see, okay, what do you want? What do you actually need? And where can we get, hopefully, hopefully more towards the desire end but if not then we can at least let the clients understand what is affordable to them and um, whether they you know need to make any cutbacks if necessary or if they do how that could potentially impact like massively on the future scale because 
the cash flow planning is many years in the future often we're doing talking sort of you know decades 40 years plus um, in most cases so just getting that kind of really long-term idea of where you know a small impact now could make a big impact down the line i think is really helpful yeah and it also helps um with, with sort of risk and, and the level of risk you you're taking with your investments because with regards to risk level, sometimes it can be the risk you're comfortable with, the risk you want to take, yeah, and the risk you potentially have to take. And you know, with clients who are in a fortunate position to have significant level of assets, we can sometimes demonstrate to them. You know, we we run very cautious assumptions in that we run these forecasts up to age a hundred. If mm-hmm. they've got significant surplus assets left over, it could impact, or they then have to make a decision around. Do they continue to take this potentially relatively high level of risk? Yeah, they or can we can model it. it. Yeah, we can model it a step down and say if you took a lower level of risk, potentially you know put significant amounts in cash or different risk levels, could you still meet your objectives? How does that impact your financial plan? Yeah, and, and run lots of different scenarios. We've done similar scenarios as well with considering uh, making gifts. So often we'll do a, a cash flow plan. And, and in the wealth plan, we've seen that the client can have significant assets at yeah. the end of the scenario, as you said, which we run to age 100, which is sort of very generous based on the Office of National Statistics life expectancy, but it, <laughs> it allows for some leeway. And if they do have significant sums at the end, um, then we can discuss, for one thing, inheritance tax planning, because that, you know, at some point that potentially could be an inheritance tax liability to one of your beneficiaries, but also potentially it allows for planning around inheritance tax, such as making gifts. If we know that you can afford to gift a significant sum earlier on and then let that be outside of your estate for seven years then and you'll still be fine, then that's a really useful way we can visually express that through the tool. Yeah, agreed. And that's something we do. Um, we do a lot and, and in that regard you know we would always encourage people to err on the side of caution so, so we're running it to age 100 sort of the one thing you can guarantee is because the markets don't move in a straight line tax legislation changes the assumptions are not going to bear out exactly it's not going to follow uh, yeah it can never be 100 percent accurate there's, there's no possibility because you can't know the future yeah it's never going to be 100 percent accurate so in terms of those gifting strategies you know, we'd encourage you to make sure you're going to be okay throughout your lifetime first, look at what's left over, um, and then look at either, you know, what's sensible to give away, or, or, or if it's for a particular purpose, say for example, um, house deposits for the kids, mm. we can then build that into the tool and see how that impacts the picture moving forwards. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know we've also done a number of sort of plans around if, for example, someone might need long-term care, um, which is a very hard thing to visualise, I think, earlier on when you're thinking about retirement. You're not thinking about what's going to happen 20, 30 years down the line. But the cost of long-term care and also the significant increases in cost annually of long-term care, which can often be way above inflation, um, can really eat into assets, especially if you're no longer, you know, if you're just relying on your pension by that point. So I think it's really useful to have that as a kind of an extra kind of check, uh, again, like a stress test to ensure that you know, if someone, one or either, you know, of a couple might need long-term care, how would you be able to afford that? Could you afford that? Um, would you need to cut back? That sort of thing. Yeah, and in order to achieve that, and in terms of things we can factor into the wealth plan, it's a potential mixture of constants and one-offs. So, for example, you might have the constant baseline level of a DB pension. You might have the constant level of a 
state pension, but but then you can also put uh, factor in one-off payments or increases in your expenditure. So mm. if you think care costs might come in at a certain age, um, you can you can put capital outlays um, that increase your expenditure requirement throughout. If you've got short-term income streams or changeable income streams, for example, the PwC uh, early retirement allowance and mm-hmm. the PwC normal retirement allowance, um, we can build those in. Uh, yeah, for the relevant build, periods. Yeah, build those in for the relevant periods. So there's a whole, you know, a whole host of variables we can build in, but it all hinges on a client's individual scenarios. So, so making sure we've got the right detail first, and yeah. making sure we're looking, we're looking at the objectives that that matter to you, um, is a really important part of the process b- before we start getting into the, into the wealth plan exercise. I think, but then once we've got that in place, mm. we often do, and as you know, we often do an, an initial version. Yeah, um, because, because sometimes it's difficult to say exactly want this or exactly want that, and two, you can see it. So we can quite often build in as much as we can of, of, of what a client thinks they want or they want to picture, and then we can change things around once we've got effectively that starting point. Yeah, and I think that's important as well because we our wealth plan is part of our strategic advice service. We don't; it's not sold as a separate product. It's built into our fees for our strategic advice. So it's a fundamental aspect of what we do, and it's hopefully reviewed, you know, on an at least an annual basis, sometimes even more frequently. And it's a great touch for when clients come to have their review because we can look at the picture last year. We can look at how the picture is now with updates based on any changes to your circumstances or obviously depending on how your portfolio has grown in value, things like the inflation rate changing dramatically. We had a number of clients who were ticking along fine and then were very concerned um, by the increase in inflation. But we were able to model that and, and in most cases provide some sort of comfort um, to what was potentially sort of, you know, an emotionally uh, wired issue. So yeah, it's a really important part of our kind of continuing ongoing service for our clients because it allows us to update that picture every year and also to see how we're progressing with their long-term plans and to make any changes as needed because life will often throw a curveball and it's something that we can easily work in and you can very quickly see the impact of certain events. Yes, you know, from outlining the initial plan, it's very important to make regular reasons, as you say, to to make sure you're on track because of changes in the economic environment, Mm. as we've seen recently, and also with regard to um, tax changes. And that might impact how you or how we've recommended structuring meeting your expenditure requirements. So you might outline a plan whereby we're, say for inheritance tax planning, leaving your pensions until, until last, and then utilising your non-pension investments in a certain fashion yeah. to make use of various tax bands and tax allowances. And as those change, it's important to keep on top of things to make sure that fits with your objectives and also that fits in line with the tax legislation that's in place. And as we know, um, that changes all the time, particularly with regard to pensions legislation. Yeah. So the wealth plan is often used as the starting point of a lot of different types of financial planning advice that lead on from it. It's it's the kind of the snapshot of where you are and the idea of where you want to be. And then based off of that, obviously more detailed financial planning is is involved. Yeah, and that's why we include it, as you say, within our strategic advice services. So that gives you a, a big picture 
long-term projection mm-hmm. um, with a lot of mathematical assumptions and uh, thought got, gone into how you would um, generate your expenditure requirements. But as part of that one-to-one service or an, or an annual review service, um, we would then look at how we facilitate say for example capital withdrawals and retirement in the most tax efficient way and drill down into the actual detail and provide detailed recommendations off the back of that. Yeah because it's important to sort of state what the wealth plan can't do it's not there to provide all the answers it's certainly not a fortune telling device it's there to give an idea of uh, the charts are really useful because they show trends they show things going up and things going down it's a very easy visual it's essentially two charts one for income and one for capital and it will show you a whole picture of your potential future life (laughs) in nice colors and it's it's a really very basic very easy to interpret very friendly tool to use which off the back of that you can get into more discussions of, of like financial planning needs and client objectives and things like that. But what it doesn't do is it it can't say exactly what will happen. It certainly can't say exactly what will happen 40 years down the line because there are so many different assumptions that are involved that would have to be entirely accurate for it to work. Um, Just thinking about the assumptions that we use in the wealth plan, obviously we use assumptions for growth, um, which is based on the sort of risk, uh, investment risk that a client's willing to take. We use assumptions on inflation based on historical and future predictions. We will use current legislation as it is. Um, Some clients occasionally ask us to try and project what future changes in legislation might be, but that's always tricky because anything could change. So that's that's not where we, we use the tool generally. But obviously we can also make assumptions as to life events that can happen. So for example, if someone to become poorly and can't work anymore, or you, you know, kid gets into the really good university and the fees are going to go up, that sort of thing can be really useful for. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Well, that's the Wealth Plan in a nutshell. Thank you, Dan, for your time today. Please follow us on our socials. We're on LinkedIn, we're on Instagram, and we're on Twitter. And please tune into our next episode. And thank you for listening. Goodbye. Thanks very much. Uh, Goodbye.